Welcome back to We Are Already Free, the podcast inspiring down-to-earth seekers and free people to live their truth and be the change. Here you'll find vulnerable, informative, and authentic conversations with epic humans who are leading by example. Have you noticed that fighting against what you don't want just creates more of it, while leaving you drained of the energy you need to give to the things you actually care about? Are you ready to grow a more beautiful world with the people you love? If so, welcome home. This podcast is for you. Today's episode will be of service to you if you ever feel like a victim of the things that happen to you rather than the empowered master of your own awareness and choices. Our guest is medicine woman, enthusiastic human, and new friend, Sarah Ladyfrog. She takes us on a deep dive into the warrior empowerment of the frog medicine called Kambo. If you don't know what that is, Kambo is a ritual named after the poisonous secretions of the giant monkey frog found in the Amazon jungle. The secretion is humanely gathered from living frogs, and when applying this medicine, burns are made on the person's skin and the Kambo is applied directly to that. It's a very physical, very intense, deeply healing experience. I've worked with Kumbo five times since 2009, and every one of those experiences has been incredibly challenging, healing, and ultimately empowering. Uh, perhaps I'll tell you the story sometime about how it first arrived literally in the room I was living in, and I had no idea what I was about to get into. Listen to this episode to learn more about this medicine, and overall more about what it takes to be an empowered, peaceful warrior, to meet life with grace, courage, and the freedom of knowing that you always have a choice. We discuss Sarah's journey from divorce, drug addiction, and alcohol abuse to her path of healing herself and now supporting others in healing. She says the story of Amazonian children, how they taught her to wash clothes while also watching out for crocodiles. Uh, we share and discuss why we could all do with more near-death experiences. We ask the question and explore what is a real safe space. And near the end, we discuss how to be a healer. And the answer might surprise you. And you guessed it, as always, there is so much more. And Sarah really is open in sharing beautiful stories and amazing inspiration around her journeys with this powerful medicine of Kumbo. I'm your host, Nathan Maingard, and my name, Nathan, simply means gift. As a highly sensitive person in an insensitive society, I was nearly crushed trying to fit the mold that that society just calls being a good citizen. Now I help others like me to embody their true selves through this podcast, inner life skills coaching, breath work, ice baths, uh, creating empowering songs, stories, and poems, and basically just sharing and supporting in whatever ways feel most resonant with you and your own actual beautiful, unique self. In a powerful medicine vision, some years ago, I was shown that all I really need to do is shine the gift of my light into this world and ask for the support that I need to keep doing that. This podcast is a huge part of that offering, that gift that I'm here to bring, and it takes many hours of loving labor each week. Please become a Patreon member to energize my work directly, access bonus conversations with guests, connect with a global community of like-minded people, enjoy unreleased poems and songs, and, and much more. Previously, I was thinking of and, and looking at how to create a, a full kind of online community, and I've realized that for now, my energy feels so much better aligned with really just focusing on creating beautiful, powerful 
things like this podcast and my poetry for you to enjoy and then offering support and community through the Patreon. So please do check that out. You'll find a link to that in the show notes as always. You can find the show notes for this episode at alreadyfree.me forward slash 23. That's alreadyfree.me forward slash 23. And now, please enjoy this community-funded conversation with the wonderful Sarah Ladyfrog. Beautiful. This is awesome. I'm very excited. <laughs> so yeah, welcome, Sarah. Welcome onto the We Are Already Free podcast. And as I said, just excited to enjoy this conversation with you, see where it takes us, see where it leads. And I guess starting off to say, Thank you so much for your medicine journey and for your holding space with the medicine, specifically with Combo in this case, because getting to sit with you mm. was a week ago now. It mm -hmm. was just, it was such good medicine. I really, really needed that. And I mm. nearly didn't come, <laughs> but I'm so glad that I did. So so please, just to open, share with the, whoever's listening mm. a little bit about yourself, who you are, what mm. brings you to this moment and yeah, anything that feels important. Yeah. Thank you, Nathan. And to say that I also right now feeling really good because I experienced your medicine, breath and ice bath. And it's, yeah, wouldn't want to be anywhere else on a Saturday <laughs> as here today with you. So thank you. Mm. And in regards to me, well, um, I'm, I come from Spain, but I've been a nomad traveling the world for seven years now. I actually chose to stay here in South Africa. So I always say like the frog and the toad and me are very happy here. So <laughs> this is where I, I'm going to root. And um, I've been walking the path with Kamo now for six six years. Um, it all started with my own healing, like it does with most of us, right? Mm. Um, you have to make sure you can heal yourself and know what that medicine does with you or that technology. I like to call them now more technologies, nature's technologies, um, what they do for you so you can really fully believe. Because for me, it's really important, the, the inner wisdom, and that mm. you can only get it through experience. They mm. can tell you, you can read, but when you experience it within yourself, then there's, there's no doubt. Nobody can make you doubt yourself or what it does. Mm. And that's been my journey with it. It's been experiencing a lot for myself and I continuously do it till the today. Mm. Um, but then so I can hold space for others and really be in that full trust mm. and to know what it does, mm. what it's capable of, mm. right? Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah, absolutely. Uh, yeah. Please. Yeah, and... Um, so I um, started the journey with Combo in Spain um, and from a very big transformation with Combo that I had, the person um, that facilitated me said, have you thought of uh, facilitating Combo? And I was like, maybe, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I, I really never thought I would be where I'm at right now. And the journey started when I was traveling. Um, it really unfolded very naturally. Ended up in the Amazon jungle in Iquitos. And two days after they said, oh, the, Matsis, the chief of the Matsis tribe is, is here. Would you like to come and have breakfast with him? I was like, sure, I would love to. And um, when I was sitting there with him, he said, would you like to come and learn combo? Uh, you just need to buy a few hooks and fishing hooks, machetes, some rice, and you're welcome to stay with us. So I'm... I'm uh, woman that 
is open to opportunities. Like I'm mostly always will be like, why not? That's a motto of life I have is why not? Yeah. So um, I got to live with them for a few weeks and not only about Cambo, it was way more than that. I feel that one of the things that impacted me a lot was when we were walking into the jungle and they're showing us all like the, the, the herbs, the healing herbs. Um, he noticed that I was wearing sandals. And he said to me that if I wanted to really learn to be like in commune with nature, first one of the first things is to learn how to walk in the wild um, with your feet. Because he was saying, you people that come from, from, from the West, you're very unbalanced. And when you go into such a dense um, nature, um, it will attack you in a way, it says. But it means it's a rebalancing. Because it says that we are so unbalanced that it just things start happening. Like you get spider bites or snake bites or you fall or you scratch yourself. He says it's all that is like nature attacking you. So that made me really think about it. And that's when I started to practice as well, to walk barefooted. Uh, so it was it was not only about come with about really realizing that, oh my goodness, we're so disconnected. And um, the, the Matsis tribe, the lineage I work, with they are very warrior um, hunters. Mm. Um, they're very grounded, mm. and for them, combo is part of their lives. They, it's it's always been there. So for them, it's like yeah, combo. Not 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 talk too much, but just receive it. Mm. Um, and it's very also some people can think it's very romanticized to go and live with a tribe. It's actually a very harsh environment, mm. and you can understand why they have combo. You know, it, it's there's a lot of um, like a lot of um, I don't know what's the the word right now in English, but um, it's very hostile. Yeah, That's yeah. the word I was mm. looking for. So combo gives them strength. They understand mm-hmm. that if they go hunting they for a few days, they they serve themselves combo. They don't need to eat much. They don't need to sleep much. They get a lot of stamina, focus, fearless. And it's a great tool for them. But they even use it like for children. Children, they were the ones that uh, taught me the most. They taught me the language. They taught me how to go and wash the dishes after lunch in the Amazon River and watch for crocodiles if they were coming. And, you know, three, four-year-olds would tell me like, yeah, I asked for combo. And they have a dot and they would explain me how it goes. So that also, wow, it blew my mind because I was like, okay, so children also can have combo? Wow. And um, they give it to children because if they see that they're very lazy or they're very whiny, they sleep too much um, or they get sick too often, they get combo. Um, even women as well for pregnancy, they can determine if it's a boy or girl with a combo session um, to see if it's a strong, they test, they're so in trust that they don't fear losing the baby so they will have a combo session and if they do lose the baby, then that wasn't a strong baby or strong pregnancy. So they, they, it also helps them in that way. So it really widened my perspective of it because I just thought us adults, or when you're sick, you can have it, you know, when you're mm. really in a bad space. But it has so much more to combo than just that. Mm. Um, it's, um, it's just a, a tool, a technology that can help in various ways. Sure. Yeah. Mm. That's full power. Mm. So interesting you say around the whininess because I, f- I relate to that. I feel like and, and being sort of lazy. Mm. So and, and honoring my own journey of my own, the traumas that I had and the nervous system state that I've lived in. But I definitely have spent a lot of my life avoiding discomfort and just being like, 
and complaining and being like, why does this all happen to me? And like, I just have it worse. I'm depressed. And, I, and all of that was true. It was all labels that were, were identities that were true at the, in their way. But it didn't help me. And I think that's why this last experience with Combo was so different for me because I have been showing up in a whole different way, dedicated, even failing again and again, but still stepping up again and again as well. Every time I fall down when I can stand up again. And so, and even in the journey, I was worried, you know, beforehand I said to you, it's like, oh, I'm worried I might faint. I'm feeling quite dizzy today. And, and you said something to me then you were like, brother, you're a warrior. You've got this. Like, and that was just so what I needed to hear because that's the energy that I've been practicing now for a while. And I've had this feeling of the warrior energy. What is the warrior? This one who takes action and who does courageous things and steps into the fire for the, for the people like in service. And so... I've myself, like you said earlier, I've really experienced the difference from Kambo when I first sat with Kambo and I was like lying on the ground crying, like I'm dying, this is the end. I've wished these people don't care about me. Like why are they leaving me here? To now being able to sit and just be like, thank you, thank you, let's go. I'm in, I'm here, I'm with it. So I really resonate with that. Yeah, I really appreciate you mentioning this because that's what I feel that Kambo brings. I say it's a warrior medicine, but Mm. people, if you say warrior to fight? No, not to fight. To show up mm. and to say, bring it on. I, 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 can, I can hold this. Mm. I can do this. And I feel also Kambo does that. It's like we have, it's, there's two algorithms in the body that I feel it awakens, which is a warrior algorithm, the peaceful warrior in a way, mm. and the healing algorithm. It wakes up those algorithms in the body so they can function again fully. Mm. Yeah. Sure. Mm. That's so beautiful. I, I've spoken with so many people who say that Kambo is like they're more scared of Kambo than than ayahuasca or like <laughs> in any other, than many big, other big mm. medicines and mm. and I would have said exactly the same and mm. I'm obviously in deep respect to it mm. and since that journey I've I'm sitting there's a big part of me that's like wow I can't wait to sit with Kambo again yeah. like what an honor that will be mm. so yeah yeah it's in, my journey's been uh, a lot of that like finding my own practice, even though I was initiated with the Matsis tribes and in 2018 with the IAKP, uh, which is the International Association of Kambo Practitioners and the U- uh, from the US, um, but actually a British lady mm. um, funded this uh, to protect the facilitators. So we had a space where we could, you know, just feel guided and protected. Um, and it was more like Western approach where they taught us um, contraindications, safety, uh, psych- psychology. Yeah. Um, so I felt very whole with that. But then from there, I also have been continuously applying myself to learn from the medicine. And mm. um, I like what you said because that is, I feel like my purpose with Kambo is to really bring it in a way that people can be like, Oh, I understand. It is a beautiful medicine. It's discomfort, like I said, divine discomfort. But it brings so much goodness. And some people just stay with the memory of the uncomfortable, the the suffering that they felt they they were experiencing. And then they don't don't pay attention to what it brings. And Mm. then they're like, oh, I'm never going back to Cambo. And my... My practice has been been that advocate of like, no, Kambo is beautiful medicine. Come experience it and understand it with Mm. me. And through your own experience, really. But Mm. it's the way I practice it, the way I I, um, hold space is to not cause like (laughs) more trauma, but to just be there holding and saying, it's okay, Mm. you can do this. No, I'm just that mirror Mm. of like, reflecting back that warrior like I said oh you're a warrior because it's 
it's reminding you, oh, uh, actually, yes, I am. And sometimes we forget many things and we need, that's why we need relations, right? Mm. Relations reflect us back what we either don't want to see or what we just forgot. Mm. And we need to remember. Mm. That's how I feel about mm. it. Yeah. You know, you, that, that's the, I think was the part of the difference is also that you you soften the entry where it's like, you're not all the way in all at mm. once and you, and you really are there with everyone so strongly. And I mm. love that how, I really resonated with that when you said that your teacher said to you, be with the people. Like you've got to be there 100% with whoever's in this process. And I really felt that and I resonated because that's how I feel doing mm. this with breath work and the ice baths. And like, it feels like the only thing to do. Why would I be doing something else? Like it would feel so wrong. So you, that, as you said, the warrior energy of just that gentle, I'm here, you're safe. It's like, okay, I can let go. It's cool. So yeah, thank you for that. <laughs> <laughs> yes, because Kamo is a very uh, physical experience, mm. even though it works at a metaphysical level as well. But we have to be uh, focused on on what's happening there in the body. And sometimes people can lower very much their blood pressure. You know, their their um, color can change. The breathing can change. They, they can... Sometimes people faint and it's okay. It's a very powerful reset, actually. I've experienced it myself and I understand what it, what it's for. Some people need that on and off of the router that I call. So you have to mm. be uh, present, observing the physical, even though it's really going to work as well. Like I said, the metaphysical goes into, into the cellular level and pulls out ancestral information or... Um, whatever is there that is ready to be released that doesn't serve you anymore and then when you purge it comes out in the physical mm. which I, that's where I find it's a very um, safe um, medicine for like people who are holding severe trauma that may be going too soon into psychedelics uh, could be very overwhelming to return to those experiences in, in, in a visionary state um, with combo you can work through them Physically, so it's, it's through the purge, it's sounds, it's it's just like a big pull because literally you, you, you see the contortion of people when they're, when they're purging. You can literally see how it's, it's pulling a root, a very deep root, and it needs push. Mm. And then you purge so the person doesn't have to really know what it's up to. Sometimes they can have a remembrance, sometimes memories come up, but it's just the feeling, the emotion or the, mm. just the purge itself. Mm. And I find that it's, it's a very good uh, entry point to the medicine world as well. Mm. And then go to the rest, even to do combo before any other ceremony, it just clears the path, clears the heart, the mind, uh, resistances, fears, and you're way more open and positive and, and just relax into the other medicines. Mm. Yeah, so, that makes total mm -hmm. sense. Mm. And how was your, because obviously you you had a journey to come to Cumbo. Mm. Would you be open to sharing a little bit of like what, what, were, what were your challenges that you were facing that, yeah. that called you to step into medicine work? Yeah. Well, my, my path was hitting rock bottom okay. <laughs> through a, a very traumatic, for me it was traumatic, you know, mm. in the heart separation mm. with my ex-husband and heartbroken and also a severe like drug addiction. Mm. I was um, addicted to all like you know, designer drugs, chemical drugs, um, and then also alcohol, um, antidepressants to go to sleep. And just, I hit rock bottom and there was a point where a voice inside of me was like, this is because of you. You need to change. Sure. There's no other, other way. And I remember a friend mentioned about this plant that you 
you you vomit and you shit. And I was like, I need to do that. So I, I searched and I ended up in Africa, a lot of old places to do it. That removed the root cause of my drug addictions. And I, in two ceremonies, I did not go back ever again to them. Wow. Um, and then six months later, I did my third ayahuasca and I met a guy and he said, I'm going to do my combo session. And I just instantly, my whole body was like, what is that? I need to do that. Uh, so I I did um, my first combo, my three combos, which I'm very grateful for. That uh, that time, Ape Chimbao is a soul brother I really love and respect. Um, he taught me, told me you should do your three sessions with, within the lunar cycle because it's like goes deeper and you're in a process. Um, they were very very powerful, um, very strong. I was like each each process I was an hour and a half sure. purging, but I just bloomed. I I felt the connection. I had a kundalini awakening, everything transformed. And what I understood of that is that, yeah, ayahuasca removed the root cause, but Kambo cleansed my vessel fully from... It, the drugs were still there, the toxins were still there, the toxicity, they were still there. So I needed, Kambo pulled all that out. So it was a very complete uh, healing that allowed me to become conscious and just um, reconnect mm. with my spirit in a way mm. and I just felt very comfortable with it and then from there I just yeah two more sessions and then I was in Peru uh, working <laughs> just with like that <laughs> yeah just it you know your dharma when it's your dharma it's, it opens up and I never considered that but um and then I after the training with the matsis I was like six months just applying on myself Okay. Um, wow. To learn to sit with it on my own, to not have fear and, and to listen to it because it speaks to me. Mm-hmm. It, it even speaks to me through through my work. You know, I say, come teach me through my work because I don't need to learn hard lessons through my practice if I listen, right? Mm-hmm. So um, examples would be, um, I remember there's a period of time where I was applying uh, five, seven dots to men, five dots to women. And uh, I was speaking with other um, practitioners who were in a more traditional way. And they were saying like, no, um, that's too much. Uh, You don't need to put so many. So at that time, I did have a bit of self-doubt because it was, you know, it's the beginning. So I was like, oh, maybe I'm doing it wrong. I said, come on, teach me. So the next women that were coming, I, I would apply three. And then it was never enough. I had to put two more. So yeah. it's five. And I was like, okay, thank you. More. And like this many stories I can tell you where it's just, it's very easy to, you just have to be aware, humble, and know that, you know, the medicine knows best. And, and just, yeah, just be very attentive to all the subtleties because it's speaking to you continuously. And also through my own experience, because then I can be like, oh, I would really like this right now. I would really like somebody to do this for me right now. And just through my own vulnerability and, and extreme processes and initiations, because with IKP was another level mm. with Kambo, like removing any type of fear of death with the medicine through a rite of passage, taking as much medicine, apply as much medicine as you can take. And um, that makes you really bond with it. You're one with it. So it speaks to you very easily, even mm. through feelings. Mm. Sure. That sounds like an amazing experience to go all the way to the edge. I think that's one of the things that's missing in modern society is the kind of initiatory practices that are actually have the risk of death or at least get take us to the feeling of the risk of death. And I mean, I know traditionally there often would be initiatory practices where if you weren't strong enough or enough of a warrior, you couldn't surrender that 
that death was an option. And I think that in a way we miss something by by hiding from that kind of stuff. And like, I know for sure with Combo, the first time was I was sure that I was dying. I was 100%. And that's when I got the release was when I finally, when I was lying on the ground, couldn't breathe, everything's closed. I'm like, this is it. They've, they just left me here and I'm dying. And then I actually remember just saying, oh, I'm dying. And I just stopped fighting it. And I just went, okay. And I let go. And immediately I was up and purging and released <laughs> and I felt so much better. So, uh, yeah, that's powerful to go through that. And didn't that, after that, didn't it allow you to live more fully? Oh, 100%. Yeah. Absolutely. Like we talked about earlier yeah. with Wim Hof where he says, like, you have to die once a day to really live with the, yeah. with the ice baths. But then yeah. I, I love what you're saying around the, like this last time again, only speaking from my own experience, but with Kumbo where every time it's got more intense, I would say, yes, please. And thank you. Kumbo, thank you. Please come in, come in, Kumbo. Like, thank you. And it was such a different vibe. Whereas before I was like, no, that's enough. Stop. I'm no, 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 no. I'm, I'm done. I'm done. Uh-uh. Kumbo is not interested in that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And it's very interesting how you say it because uh, we just have to alchemize whatever the attitude in everything in life, yeah. isn't it? But I also like to say when people... No, no, I don't want to do come anymore because it feels like you're dying. I'm like, yes, but you can also consider that your body's more alive than ever. Mm. When are you going to feel your heart pumping the blood that way? And, you know, all the energy flushing through you and the tingling and the sweating and the heat and the cold. Like your body's so awake in that moment. Mm. And it's just expanding and contracting and releasing Wow, what an experience. <laughs> truly, truly. So just on a, a sort of practical level, because one, one of the things I think about, and I would love to hear your thoughts, is obviously this medicine has become so popular and so many of these jungle medicines, thank you, jungle, thank you, yes. mother, for yes. all these gifts. And one of the things I, I worry about a bit or have some concerns about is how much of this medicine is coming, having to come out of the jungle to support us all in our healing. Mm. Obviously, Kambo comes from the back of this frog and there's these mm. pieces. So how, what do you think about that? How, how do we navigate responsible um, relationship with these medicines mm. that are coming directly from life and that come from a from resource, from life itself? Mm. Yeah, I'm just curious about mm. that. So... Um, Kambo, before the fires that happened in the Amazon jungle not that many years ago, it was very abundant because it lives on, on high up in the trees and when, when, they, they hatch, when they have the, the eggs are in a, like a sack that's mm. hanging from the, the branches in the trees. So when they hatch, they fall directly in the water. So it was very abundant because it also doesn't have predators. Any <sighs> animal that tries to eat the Kambo frog has an experience, spits it out. So they were very abundant. It was thousands upon thousands upon thousands of frogs and there was it was abundant. The issues here is um, the way that they're harvesting mm. the combo. They are, it's money is trans changing yeah. the tribes mm. and they're becoming greedy. So they, they don't respect maybe the timing that the frog has to fully um, secrete again mm. um, the, the, the toxin. Um, and... Um, also, yeah, that, that's more, they don't respect it. And I would say that one, there is, we know about it, like you know the call. There's a call. Right. You feel it, yeah. you know it. The second one is like people tend to, it's, it can become, a, you know, opposites are the same. So the addictive pattern, it's very rare with Kambo, but, but where it, it's, the addiction is to feeling good afterwards or to not really sit and integrate 
because then then you integrate the medicine, it can serve you for a long time. Um, but I would say that now it is a bit more an issue because of the fires, so there's less. Um, but I would say it's also that consumerism. No, mm. like if if you really know when it's your time and when it's your call, you some people need to work with it long term because they you know they have cancer or they have health issues. But if not, you can say I'm going to have my my yearly cleanse or I'm going to do my three sessions and and then you have a you have Camo in you. Camo speaks to you like any other medicine and you know when it's the time. Um, so I feel that, that that's that's a way it's like listening, mm. listening and understanding what has the, med- has the medicine, have you actually stopped and thought like, oh, actually it has worked on me and I'm going to continue because it's also up to us, right? It shows you, it teaches you, but how long are you going to maintain that? Mm. So I think it's up to each and every individual to know that. I personally... Um, this summer I had a dream. I, I served myself camo. I was in a pretty dark space and it just picked me up from the mud and shook me over like so me straight and it was good. But I had a dream where um, there was this indig- big indigenous woman and she was sitting with a table in front of her and I was in the dream. I'm very um, just like procrastinating and I'm I'm not even paying attention to what is happening there. And suddenly something catches my attention. I look at her and there are these frogs, like in a fairy tale, coming from the ethereal, floating, uh, turning their bellies uh, up, up in, how do you call it, um, looking up. Mm-hmm. And she, this indigenous lady pulls the medicine out and they float and turn into gold. And I woke up crying. And what I understood is, is it was teaching me, we alchemize, like this is a sacrifice, but we also alchemize that sacrifice. So mm-hmm. I, my belief is that every time that human consciousness is ready for a breakthrough or a certain medicine, or it, it is released in the consciousness to come to us. Mm-hmm. Of course, there is also that part of human nature where we just take and take and take. And um, that's a reality. Mm. And that is, um, we can only, each and, each and uh, each one of us, make it conscious to another if we can and also trust that everybody's in their own journey. Mm. Mm. Yeah, you, you reminded me of a story I heard once which didn't make sense to me at the time, but it's starting to make more sense a little now, is that people tell stories of seeing that the fish sometimes will jump out of the lake into the eagle's claws like as the eagle's coming down, you know, that there is this sense of sacrifice in life where if we can really be in it, there is a meeting that life meets death and death meets life and everyone's involved in it together. It's not a victim or a persecutor status. It's actually, it's part, that's the natural cycle that that, that being is in at that time. And I think that's very challenging to the Western mindset. Yeah, because we are always right or wrong, good or bad, and nature itself is uh, quite, quite a thing. Like what you say, you know, it's um, it, there is where it teaches us, and and also I believe the combo helps with this victim mentality to remove ourselves from being victim and say I can hold myself. And then I always say to people, what you went through in in this process, take it back to life, mm. you know. Uh, because many I see they they go in so scared, but and whining and complaining or crying, and then in middle of the process, I already see that something wakes up in them, and sometimes they come again to combo, and it's completely different. 
um, they're there like, yeah, bring it on. And I say, and I, I try to remind them, you see, you see how you're sitting today? Have you noticed? Because that's important is, do we notice what comes out of whatever process we do in whatever medicine? Mm. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, it's, mm. I had a, a, a conversation with a friend recently that really stayed with me. I think it might have been even just before the combo. It might have been the Sunday before. Mm. And she said something about how, in a way, our adult self can hold our child self. Mm. And then I had this realization in a way, and she might have even said this, I can't remember, but like our back can hold our front. Oh, wow. So like the back being the spine, the straight, the yeah. warrior, the like and the arms. And then, and then we can come energetically forward and hold the heart, hold the throat, hold the body, like I'm here. And then I very much felt that in the journey when I was sitting, I felt the strength of my back. Yeah, your the, posture. The posture, I was like, whew, I'm whole, I, I got this. And then that allowed the other parts to soften and feel safe, the front, mm. the delicate parts, mm. to be like, oh, we, we've got the structures mm. in place to hold us. Mm. Vulnerability is a big piece in, in, in combo. Mm. Uh, to allow ourselves to be vulnerable. And sometimes I, I tell you, even I've not been able to sit straight and be that warrior, but I, I also allowed myself to say, actually, there's a part of me that's also crumbling right now and I'm just going <laughs> to throw myself on the floor. Um, so this, it's a dance as mm. well, not because sometimes we can tend to be like, I'm a warrior, I'm stronger. And actually what we need is to like be like, oh, no, I just can't. <laughs> but, but still be in that process, still mm. showing up. Mm. Um, I feel it's important and yeah, vulnerability and you're in a state, in a physical state where it's, it's so, and it's overwhelming the sensations, but it's, I don't feel they're like a, a suffering. It's just a discomfort, mm. um, but it allows them to everything soften and that's when the release is mm. able to happen. Like mm. you say, the softening parts <laughs> and mm. to stop pretending to be so, so strong. I really appreciate you saying that because that's been uh, me as well. Like in from the one side to the other, like first my experiences with actually meeting medicine or anything was, I don't want to do it. It's too hard and like collapse, collapse. And then the opposite of like, I am the masterful, amazing. Like I'm just going to hold this so tight. I actually, my last mushroom journey with the mushrooms, I was doing that so intensely. I was sitting literally cross-legged on, mm. on the bed. I had my hands in mudra like, and wow. I was like, I'm going to be, I'm doing this, like, I'm doing this. And I just was so, it was so intense. And then someone actually hit a gong, like louder than they intended in the ceremony. And I didn't even hear the sound. All I felt was the energy break and the release. And I just collapsed backwards. And just suddenly I was, oh, oh. it's just me, the human little yeah. Nathan, like and everyone else is human. <laughs> oh God, thank God, what a relief. Like yeah. just let go of that story. Yeah. So yeah, mm. I really appreciate that mm. reminder that there's both sides are, are out of balance. Yeah. Either the, oh, I'm so wrong, or they're like, oh, no, I can't ever. It's moving between them with grace. Yeah. <laughs> we, we can hide maybe from others or whatever, yeah. but we cannot hide from the energy, yeah. from, from the consciousness, from spirit or whatever. So they know. And when you're in these processes, like, that just had to happen. You yeah. know? So you could, <laughs> you could let, let go. And I just, the same with, with Kambo. Kambo knows where everybody's at. Mm. And um, you can't really, I always say you can't, for me, people cannot hide income. You can't mm. see how they live their lives. So it will bring it up. It's the great revealer. Mm. And if he knows that you're very in your ego, not people who are very in their ego, like tough, like, mm. oh, I'm tough, I'm going to do this. No, most, I, I would say 98% of the cases, it knocks them down, like knockout, like 
you know, they're, they're, you know, they faint or something like that hectic happens, but it's just to crack a bit the ego. Mm. So it's very interesting that Kambo knows. Kambo. <laughs> it's a very inti- intelligent yeah. energy. But it's, I always say it's, it's tough love, but it's love. Mm. You know, it's, it really is. It comes here to, for your own, for your good. You know, it just wants to clear the path for you. And, mm. and, and that means, you know, that purge because literally we are in the way. So if, if if it's clouding you an emotion, if it's clouding you a trauma, if it's it will show you clearly. Then of course some things will always they be there, and you have to work on on them. You know, just breathe and and, and just be aware because there's a point where where it's I find it's cleansing, and then there's the part where it's like integrating, like being whole and saying, oh, this is me. Oh, okay. Well, I can't get rid of you. I just need to. You make you mine again, you know, mm. fragmented parts of ourselves. And that's that's when the real journey also starts. That mm. um, you know that it's it's gonna be there and it's teaching you constantly and and that's what also those sabotage self sabotage or, or things that we do and it's just to really look at it and be like, Oh no, I make you part of me again. I'll listen to you from now on. I'll see you. Mm. I'll hear you, you know. Yeah, making mm. space at the table for all the parts. Mm. Yeah, it makes a lot of sense. Yeah, I, I wanted to ask you, you mentioned it earlier before we started recording, but just around, because this is one of the questions I had when I'd first sat with Kambo. Mm. The first two times I asked the man, beautiful man, Mauro Santilli, who uh, I asked him about death. I was like, is this, do you know, do people die from this? So I'd love to hear, because I know that's a concern with something that's so intense mm. that many people are worried about. What is your experience around that and the safety, mm-hmm. etc.? Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, there is con- like combo is a very intense physical experience, especially for the heart. Mm. Like it can pound really powerfully. Um, the the combo, as as I've been taught, the literal words of my teachers were: if you apply combo and work with combo the way that we have taught you, with humbleness and always listening and you know, listening to the person you have in front of you and listening to the medicine, no one will die in your hands. And with that meaning, like, um, one of the, the, the rules is, like, be very present, be here, because this is physical, it's in the mm-hmm. physical, it's not, you know, don't be meditating, trying to bring somebody's soul back or something. It's like, no, if there's, think through the physical. Mm-hmm. So, um, and the, the safety, you know, there's there's tools, you know, um, first aids, um if, for example, somebody would have like a, a fit, um, some some kind of attack, um, panic attack, or you have THC oil that you can put, rub under their feet to absorb. Um, the, the water is a, quite of a thing. There's mm. been some deaths of hyponutremia, which is giving too much water. Um, mm. And two liters seems to be like the safe and best uh, quantity. Uh, up more than that just before taking combo people some people have delicate um kidneys or you know the body can't hold it as much we're all different that's why i even have not been so rigid and some people i say i always say between 1.8 to 2 liters or some people at 1.5 i already can see like i i see people's faces see that they can't speak anymore that their belly's really i say okay you, you it's finished i try to uh, treat everybody as individual you can see they can hold it or not um, and there's also like not applying too many dots first time is you're not going to apply on the heart like five dots on the heart I, I think there is just being 
careful in in what you know that is right, and then you can build up from there. Uh, I don't. I feel that combo is totally. You don't die from combo like just like that. Mm. It's, it's it's either malpractice, or there's been. Um, the person has had a severe addiction to maybe heroin and they lied um, or some condition that they, they hid mm. from Kamo, uh, from the facilitator in Kamo. Mm. Uh, either than that, I mean, I've had, say, 39 dots in less than an hour and a half and um, I really, know, like I had a breakthrough and I was like, oh my God, I could take Kamo all day. I went, wow. it's like you don't die from Kamo, it's just... Beware your practice, mm. take care, study the person, ask questions. People have to be honest, you know, you have to, that's another thing. We trust, we try to be the most transparent and integrity and um, so you can trust us, but mm. we also have the element of trusting the person that's coming to us. Are you, are you really telling me the truth? You know, that's where we have to develop our intuition and our feeling like, oh, this just doesn't feel right. Mm. And don't doubt that. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's a powerful space to be stepping into. I mean, I'm not, I think, very different to combo and ice baths, but there is a certain intensity in ice baths and there are contraindications. And I am starting to see, and even with breath work, there are big mm -hmm. contraindications for mm -hmm. certain people. And so it's this, it's just what you say is around that intuition of like sometimes, yeah, I think yeah, go slow, be gentle, it's okay. Like there's no rush to achieve or reach some some place of mm. whatever it is. But I, I think pretty much everyone I've ever met could do with like more near-death experiences in their lives. We, we, we lack, yeah, a rite of passage, an yeah. initiation. And then we try to find it ourselves either through mm. drugs or I don't know, any type of addictions. And what mm. we're looking for is actually that inner self-discipline that comes from 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 overcoming these rite of passages that make you uh, go f more into adulthood each time, no? mm. <laughs> I think, mm. or something like that. And what are the contraindications for ice bath? I'm actually curious. It's heart conditions. Okay. So yeah, heart is heart is a big one. There's mm. also one called Raynaud's type two, which is a circulatory okay. uh, condition. Although I've also read people who cure themselves with ice wow. baths. So often I think these. You know, these contraindications are based on our modern medical system, which is very limited in many ways. So I think sometimes the difference between medicine and poison is the, is the quantity, right? Yeah. Or the context. Yeah. And so, uh, so far the experience that I've had with people is that it's always been positive. Mm. And, and I'm also very clear that if you really, when you want to get out, you get out, you know, it's up to you, you're in control. And it's again, like you said, the trust of like me trusting the space. And I loved what you said earlier, like to have the experience so that we know, because I actually watched a video by this, um, this sort of sex and relationship coach, I think, or something. Anyway, Carly, my, my sweetheart mm. sent it to me. She's like, it's a free video, but I think you'd enjoy this. And the woman was talking about being a coach. And she said, the reality, if you really want transformation for your clients as a coach, you have to have gone where you want them to go. There's that because then when you're sitting with them, you can look, watch them and you go, I know you can, I know you've got, I know you can do this. Like yeah, I know exactly. because I've been there, like I've done the thing, I've had the expansion, I know what it feels like. And then just that energy of holding is the thing that helps people to feel, it's the mirror that they can look into and see, oh my gosh, that's available for me. Yeah. That's the big magic I think of that's what is a real safe space is one that's held in a way that people realize 
my expansion is way more available than I was aware of. Yeah. 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 I actually, this, two weekends ago, a woman, she was saying, I'm, I'm curious of working with plant medicine and I would one day want to hold space and heal people. And uh, she, yeah, she, and she asked me, how, how, did, how do you do it? And I was like, well, to be honest, First, I don't heal people. I just heal myself and then I'm that mirror that is possible mm. and they do it themselves. Mm. And I find that that's, that's what's, what's important, really. Mm. Yeah, there's, <laughs> the, to, there's the piece there because it can also easily become another ego game around like, oh, I'm the healer. Mm. So I'm going to go out there and I'm going to heal people. But the reality is, it's like I know it for myself. I was out of my practice earlier this year. And I just, things started falling apart. Things got really messy in my life. And it was only when I really recommitted, get onto this deck in the morning, get into my breath work. And then I started doing the ice bath again. And next thing within weeks, I was like, whoa, there it is. Like now I have, I, someone said it recently, which I thought was beautiful. Maybe it was, I think it was you. Anyway, someone was saying <laughs> that um, anything that fills the cup is for me is for the self. Anything that overflows is for the other. So in a way, yeah. it's that same thing. Of, I've often tried to pour from an empty cup, as they say. Yeah, I think we've all been through that. <laughs> yeah. And it just doesn't, it doesn't it's, it's work. Not so, yeah. Because then I, we end up broken and then yeah. now everyone else needs to. anyway. So And again, we had to learn through experience yeah. to really know. And then you know, okay, I don't need to go back there because I already experienced that. <laughs> yeah. What did I learn from that? Well, then take that into your life. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, and then it's the the word we've been saying a lot. We said it uh, at your at your combo ceremony, mm-hmm. and then today in with me holding, it's the mm-hmm. word is it's an honor. It's an honor. That is actually the key piece. Is that when people are saying thank you to me, I'm just like, fuck, thank you. It's an honor. Like mm-hmm. I get to sit with you in this beautiful transformation. Yeah. <laughs> Hallelujah. Yeah. yeah, I always say there's no chocolate, no man, no party that can <laughs> give me what what holding space for people gives me. Yeah. It's just, and it it's yeah, it's just an honor. I, I, I say the same, and it's not easy. You know it, brother. It's not easy, but um, we wouldn't change it. We wouldn't have it any other way. Mm. Um, like I say, I've also been through like hectic camos and um. Sometimes I was like, what the fuck am I doing this again? <laughs> and, but the, the understanding of, of what it does, it just, it's my best tool. I mean, mm. for cleansing as well. Like I, I, I do have, try to have a daily practice when I can. I mean, I move a lot, mm. but when I can have that discipline, it comes every time more and more natural. Um, but at the end of the day, like combo for me is like, I just know how it works and it mm. clears me and, and I, I'm like you, this experience you had where you, you, you were saying that things breath work, it has helped you to understand what it does. And when the intensity was coming like that, you were like, whoa, but you were kind of witnessing that mm. and you were just observing it and like, well, I, I feel the same. It's, I don't feel that discomfort so much. It's just like, it's the the power. Mm. I, I feel it's the power of Kambo. And always the word I use, and I mo- motivate many people to use it when the mind is like, why am I doing this? I want this to end. Oh my God. I'm like, Shh. Thank you. Mm. That changes everything. Because it, 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 you're doing something good for your body. When do you have time? Or when can you allow the body to just, you know, mm. let it all out like that? Not many. Um, and it's that word of thank you. Mm. Changes everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, there's. it's like when the... Um, 
the honey coin in the de- in the ceremony mm. they often saying so alegria so alegria <laughs> only joy and i at first i was a bit like i don't understand i'm here with ayahuasca and my, i'm deep in a bucket and i feel terrible and all these things are coming up and and then they were so alegria they're so happy and i and then i realized that that helped me in those moments of feeling like a victim to be like i choose this i choose this life literally so yeah, so alegria, only joy in the depths of all the things. Mm. I still get to say thank you. Mm. I still get to choose that if I want to. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> all the choice, eh? Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes we forget just like now in the eyes, but I had the choice to take out my hands, but I forgot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Sometimes when you're in the intensity, you forget that you have a choice. Mm. No, and that's why, why we that's why we have all these tools to I think to to equip us and to strengthen that muscle of remembering. Remember, you have a choice. Mm. You are the the owner of your reality, of mm. your experience. And, and each time we can remember quicker and sooner in, in every moment, not just in ceremony, but mm-hmm. in the real ceremony, which is life. Exactly. Because sometimes I can also see it in my, my own uh, journey where I can hold myself really well in processes. But then when out in life, then it's like, oh, oh I'm very good at medicine and that, but then relationships or whatever, oh, ouch, okay. <laughs> you know? And that's where um, taking all what's in ceremony to the real ceremony that's life. Mm. And and remember that we, we have to keep open as well. Open and yeah. thankful. <laughs> yeah. I love that. I'm grateful you said that as well because that there's that saying how, I think Ram Das, or I'm sure it's been said by many people, but first you sit and you meditate. And you meditate, you meditate, you meditate. And then eventually you carry that meditation into the next five minutes of your life after your meditation. And then eventually everything you do is a meditation. Like that's the the process of becoming is that the whole of the life is exactly as you've mm. just said. It is the ceremony. Yeah, I, I mean, I see it in my, in my life that the way I can communicate now or even just breathe, regulate myself, breath. And I've been somebody who's, I've been very impatient in my life. I'm a very fiery woman, but I, I can see, you know, it's just refinement. And I can see it more now. I can hold myself with patience. Or um, I, the, One thing I see with Kambo is that because we, we sit with this discomfort, we, we all try to avoid, I feel that our nervous system expands. So not only towards the uh, the pleasure, but to the mm. uncomfort. And I can feel that in, in moments of uncomfortable conversation with even though I'm like, oh, everything is tightened up, but I can sit with it. I don't just go and run, mm. don't leave, you know? So it's like you say, it's also do we see that getting, to, you know, not five minutes, but 10 minutes, do you see that in your life? And then you're like, okay, then I'm doing, it's working. Mm. And I'm putting my part because I always say there's a percentage is the medicine, but then it's us. I mean, I've had very few cases, but I've had some cases where they wanted to quit smoking or cocaine and, and, after the third combo and seeing a pattern, I was like, okay, you're not learning anything here. Mm. You know, it, I've had two people who had to say, I'm not going to do combo anymore because it was just received combo and it lit a cigarette just immediately after. Mm. And I'm like, okay, there's no will. And the will is, is important. <laughs> so even powerful medicines can do nothing because mm. the person is really not willing to. So it's a big percentage, both of them are very needed. Mm. Yeah, there's always the choice is always there. It's, <laughs> yes, the, yeah. the, the, it's the growing that that yeah. will muscle. Yeah. But it's as you say, it's the consistency of showing up for those uncomfortable places. There's actually a name for 
well, one name for what you've been talking about, which is the the zone of capacity, mm. so that our nervous system has that. It's actually called the ventral part of the parasympathetic nervous mm. system, which is where we spend most. We should spend most of our time as humans. That's mm. the social connection. It's the heart. It's the throat. It's the face. Like that's where. So when we're in this space, we want to connect with other people. We want to be part of something. We feel open. We feel connected, and that for many of us has been very small. So oh, I'm safe here, but as soon as something happens that's outside, it's either full sympathetic activation. I want to get the hell out of here. I want to fight this. I want to fight or run mm. or it drops into what's called the dorsal, which is then the give up, surrender, I'm going to die anyway. It doesn't matter. I might as well give up. That's more the depressed, uh-huh. like depressive kind of states. And so through choosing, and this is the thing for each person, it's like, it's like keep going back basically and, and find where your edge is and go just enough beyond the edge every time. Keep doing that. Mm-hmm. Keep doing that. And then over time, what you're doing is growing that wow. middle state of actually just being human. Mm-hmm. Just that, that comfortable Love place it. of like, oh, it's nice to be connecting with you. What a blessing. Here we are. We're safe. I feel good. And, yeah. and that takes time. It takes yeah. on consistency over time. It's not the big, well, I'm going to go do this very hard thing and then it's all going to be different. I'm like, <laughs> yeah. The will is a muscle. Yeah. Like yeah. grow the muscle. Yeah. And one of the things with Camo that I've noticed in myself, many people is um, the choices. I, I've noticed that choices become healthier, become better. And I was like, why? No, mm. well, why is this happening? And I uh, dug deep into like what the liver that is where you purge of the bile, it comes from the liver. And the liver is one, the, one of the most powerful organs. It filters the blood. And we don't realize how uh, overloaded it is. And then it can't filter properly. So then you are clouded. The filter is dirty. So when the filter is clean, people tell me like they're able to choose more clearly, less doubting. Mm. And it's just a very clear, your body becomes even more clear, like yes, no, and the boundaries. So it's it's all interlinked. But I feel that that's why it gives so much clarity because you clean the the inner filter and then you see, you think clearly, you see clearly. And it helps a lot in that way and, and to... Just not overthink too much. It's in that warrior mm. kind of algorithm as well. Mm. Mm. Oh, I love that. That makes some immediate mm. sense to me. The it, idea it, it was organ of the action in Chinese oh, medicine to take action. Ah. Mm. Yeah, uh. beautiful. Thank you for sharing that. Mm. Yeah, clean the filter <laughs> and everything will run clearer. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that makes yeah. total sense. Yeah. Sure. Well, thank you so much, Sarah. Oh, it's yeah. been such a such it's a pleasure. Yeah, yeah, so good. I'm so glad uh, life oh, connected too. us. Yeah, yeah, to to many more moments like this. <laughs> I was so close to saying no. I was like, <laughs> I said yes because what? Because I started. I was feeling a bit weird and unwell, and like things mm. like but blocked. Like energy mm. was was, and maybe the filter needed a bit of a rinse. Mm. But whatever it was, I. I was like, I need, some, I would like something. And the next day, my friend messages me like, hi, we've got this lady, Sarah, coming and <laughs> combo. And I was like, oh, no. <laughs> That's what you need, yeah, not what you want. Exactly. And so I said yes immediately. And then and then I was had such a busy day that day and all these stories of all the yeah. things. And I did. I had to change a lot of appointments. But I, the day before, I went to this little photo shoot at this yoga studio and the, that friend was there. And she was part of the photo shoot. And she was talking about, and every time she would say it, I just felt this like... <laughs> 
come on, come on. And eventually I was like, okay, I'm canceling my appointments. I got to be there. And I'm so grateful. How good you feel now, oh eh, brother? So, <laughs> viva so Cambo. Viva Cambo. <laughs> Thank Aww. you so much, Nathan. Thank you so much. So yeah. I have one more question for you. So, yeah. so I ask this of, of all the guests on the podcast yeah. and you can just really take a moment to mm. feel into it, whatever comes up for you. Mm. The question is, when you hear we are already free, what comes up for you? Free to choose. Mm. <laughs> Free to choose my experience. Mm. Mm. Beautiful. Yeah. Feel, to feel free is um, to do what makes you alive. Mm. And you can choose that. And sometimes it's difficult choices to get to the easy part. But it's, you're free. You're free to choose. Mm. Do you want to be free yeah. <laughs> or not? Thank you, Sarah. Thank and, you. And then also just where people can find you if they want to learn more about your work, which I highly mm. recommend they do. Yeah. Um, yeah. Where would they find you? So, well, I don't currently have a, a website just because I've, I've always worked like I trust that the combo and the booth mm. will bring me the people to me and it works very well. But I do have an Instagram account, account, which is Sarah um, lowercase, lowercase? Uh, uh, underscore. Underscore. Mm -hmm. uh, Sarah underscore lady frog. Beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks again, Sarah. It's Thank been a real so pleasure. Yeah. Blessing. Same. Yeah. <laughs> Bless you. <laughs> Thank you again to Sarah Lady Frog for your delightful presence on the We Are Already Free podcast. I forgot to mention at the beginning that this is actually the first ever in-person podcast recording for this podcast. So there is a full video, in-person video of this on the Patreon right now. So it's, and it's beautiful. Like I, I basically we recorded it and then I carried on with all the other episodes and it was in the backlog for the new year. And so opening that video up again to edit, I was like, wow, this is so pretty. We're sitting on our, our caravan deck, which I think people call a trailer in America. We're on the deck and we're sitting together. She's just shared it, obviously the ice bath and the breath work. And it's, it's really a good vibe. So I so appreciate that we could do this in person and I hope to have more in-person guests soon and yes as always you can find links to sarah's instagram plus many of the things we talk about at the show notes which is already free.me forward slash 23 that's the numbers 23 already free.me forward slash 23 and it rhymes today that's great that's also where you'll find the link to the patreon where you can access bonus conversations with guests in this case the full video of sarah and myself together you can also get a personal shout out on this very podcast when you pledge plus a whole bunch of other lovely perks so yeah just really thank you for valuing this podcast as much as i do it means the world Thank you for being here with me, dear listener. Together we are remembering that we are already free. See you next week. Mm -hmm.